Like our bodies are so important and they need to carry us through, through the work, carry us through the days. And so for me, there was often a disconnect between the two. It's like mentally, I know like I'm, I'm supposed to be okay. Or maybe I could do the work inside my head to feel okay. But physically, I'm just not, I'm not feeling so great. Hi, everyone. Thanks for checking into the Grad Girl Wellness Podcast, a space designed to inspire and highlight the stories of women of color in graduate school who are prioritizing their overall health and wellness while pursuing higher education. My name is Angela, and I'm your host. Let's get started. So hi, Myra. How are you doing today? Hi, Angela. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's, it's nice to be in contact with you again. I know that we did the Instagram live a few months ago, so it's nice to kind of reconnect with the Instagram uh, universe. Yeah, it's, it's so great. And I'm excited for today's today's topic, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like a lot of people seem to have thoughts on this. Um, So, Myra, if people don't know who you are, could you please introduce yourself, introduce your platform um, and tell us about where you are in your graduate school uh, journey? Sure. So I'm Mayra. I'm the creator of the Instagram page. Um, So I started this platform, I would say, last year, sometime amidst the pandemic. And I forget sometimes like when I actually um just because you know um pandemic brain and and memory (laughs) but I created this page just because I felt that it was very important for me as a Latina woman to share my experiences in just navigating my PhD journey and I feel like I didn't see that enough and so you know times definitely have changed and I see that more nowadays but Back in the day, at least when I started, I didn't see that. And so that 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 and that really brought me to 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 creating this page. But a little bit about my academic journey. So I am a fifth year PhD candidate in school psychology. Um, I'm currently at a university in Illinois. Um, so my uh, intended graduation date is sometime in August of this year. And so really finishing up those final milestones, really trying to finish up my dissertation as I and so that that's that's me in a in a very small um small quick rundown. <laughs> also no, I, I I appreciate that and I'm also with you in trying to like finish up those few milestones um right before graduation. So I'm 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 with you in the struggle. Um so kind of, I'd be as though this is the Grad Girl Wellness Podcast, I was curious if you could talk about your experience with wellness and self-care over the course of your graduate school journey. Yes. So again, I'm excited about this topic, but it is kind of like a hard topic. And I think, you know, creating that post, like, I think there is a lot of knowledge, public knowledge about the just the weight of a PhD program, right? And how it impacts us as individuals. And so I think there's a lot of just that knowledge and we oftentimes like joke, right? Like, this is so hard, like, I don't wanna do this anymore. But, you know, we joke all the time, but this is very real and serious thing. And so when I created that post, I reflect, I reflected just on how, on how much, you know, being in my fifth year, and I'm sure you've done this too, Angela, and um, just reflecting on the journey overall. And then I, I really 
realized impacted my health, you know? And so oftentimes I think I've, I myself included like a lot on like the mental health aspect. Right. But not enough on just like physical. So like personally for me, I think those two are intertwined. And so I just felt it's important to, to share that post. And, you know, I think, um, relating it back to what you said, I think a lot of people related to that. And so, you know, jumping right into, to just how, how my health has been impacted. I think, um, I can honestly say that the first year of, of my program, the first couple of years of my program, like I definitely put my health in the back burner. Um, and I think I just went in with my, the mindset of like, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, get this done. Um, and I'm just going to do, you know, whatever is necessary to get there. But, you know, that language is very detrimental to have, right? Because see, if you're telling yourself, like, I'm going to do whatever to get there, that means that you are ignoring certain aspects, right, of your life. You're like, for me, I know I, I was ignoring my body, what I wanted, uh, what I want, what my body craves. And so for me, I'm just a very like, see, like now the fifth year, I can tell you that I crave like sun, right? I crave um, fresh air. I crave spending time with my family, right? And so doing whatever it takes times meant sacrificing all of that and putting that all away. And that's not how it should be, or at least sustainable to be a, being able to, you know, complete, um, studies or to to really live life if I'm being honest even if you're not an academic or if you're um gonna be a professor or join academia I think in general it's not ignoring those and and saying like I'm gonna hustle 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 and being in that mindset like is is that you take care of yourself and try to do things that you enjoy and so what I was saying I think my first couple of years of being in the program like I was really neglecting myself and was starting to see an impact um on just like on myself and and I think some of those things that you know and those difficulties definitely came like even more during the pandemic and so for me I think during pandemic like I'm very honest and open about this but it was my very first time going to a therapist so this was I was starting my 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 third year in my program and so this is the first time I ever like connected with a therapist and so see this is where I say that there's always like that mental health focus because I I myself I'm I've, I've fallen into this um and so that was like the first thing right like my mental health I'm gonna go see a therapist and so I'm not saying it's a bad thing but it's just like the physical and the mental are interconnected and so obviously like you know mental health wise like I definitely have um benefited from talking to a therapist but going back to the point of physical and mental being intertwined like if you're doing work mentally you also have to be physically okay you know like I just, for me, it's like a feeling in my body, you know, like feeling just like, all right, you know, um, like just feeling well enough to, you know what I mean? Like our bodies are so important and they need to carry us through, through the work, carry us through the days. And so for me, there was often a disconnect between the two. It's like mentally, I know, like I'm 
I'm supposed to be okay, or maybe I could do the work inside my head to feel okay, but physically I'm just not, I'm not feeling so great. I'm not feeling so hot. And so that is when I started to also realize like, I need to go to the doctor. Like I haven't gone to the doctor in a while. Like I need to go get checked. Um, and so it, it was, it was definitely like a realization, you know, and obviously like, I'm glad I was able to realize that. And again, I'm, I stress, like I, I tell this, you make sure you go to like your doctor's appointments and, you know, go to your therapist, but also go to your doctor's appointments, you know? And so for me, yeah, I was just, I was just seeing physically a lot of things. And I know on that post, I, I mentioned that, but you know, um, I had like really just bad, bad pain, like carpal tunnel, like really, really got me, um, just a lot of things, um, which right now, for whatever reason, I can't recall, but we're on that post, but, um, just like, you know, I think there's just a lot of things, you know, sleep, eating, um, just like body wise, you know, like just not okay. And so that's, that's just a gist in general of just like some of the struggles and that realization that, um, like these things matter. And if you keep going, you're not going to make it my friend, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. No, like all of that is so true. And I want to touch on like, I was writing notes as you were talking, but I do want to make sure people are caught up on this post that is like, so that we keep referring to and I'll just as a refresher. Um, so you list six physical uh, like manifestations or like impacts of your PhD program on your body. So the first one, it says migraines and severe headaches carpal tunnel syndrome, weight fluctuations and changes in diet, uh, sleep deprivation, changes in sleep. And like, that's, ooh, I have real issues with that one myself, um, back pain, and then also mental health, anxiety and burnout. So here we see like the intersections of like the mental and the physical. And I'm really glad that, um, that you're, you're bringing that out. Right. And I was wondering, I like, a part of me is like, is that like an academic thing? Right. Like we, we think so much about our minds, right. Like that, okay, therapy makes sense, right? Let's go and take care of our minds, but our bodies kind of get kind of left to the wayside. And I was actually speaking to my therapist yesterday and she was like, you have to do something with those emotions, right? Like you have to move, like physically move them around and out. And I was like, yeah, like that, that makes a lot of sense because therapy can kind of like um, bring those things to the surface, but then it's like, well, what do you do with them afterwards? And so I think, when we don't do anything with them, that's when we start to have like these physical um, manifestations. Like for me, like I have um, like, a, a in, they call it an interrupted circadian cycle. So I can't sleep through the night um, and I'm working on that. And I've also like developed like some bad, like sciatic pain, I think from the way that I've been sitting down um, and properly when I, when I do my work. And so these are things that like as graduate students, like it's taking a toll on our bodies, not just, just on our minds. Um, and I also just want to like emphasize to folks who are listening, if you have not made your doctor's appointments, this will be the time uh, to do it. Like I, I, for myself, I hadn't been to like get my annuals in a long time. Um, and so as much as we can schedule like our deadlines and, and conferences, we also need to schedule to go see our doctor. So this is a, a, a you know, a reminder to everyone who's listening to take care of not only your academics, but also um, your physical health as well. So thank you for reminding us of all of those things, Myra. Absolutely. And yeah, I can't stress that enough. Scheduled your doctor appointment. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wanted wanted to share. So the reason why I was like so excited about doing this podcast is because I shared your post on my page and I did a poll asking people like how much they could identify with your post. And I asked them, um, had their health been negatively impacted while in graduate school? And of 120 people, 93% of them said yes, that their health had been negatively impacted while in grad school. 93%. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is, I actually saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, like I can, like, it's like, I can believe it, but I also cannot believe this, you know, like it's just Mm -hmm. They say the body keeps the score and it, it really is. And some, like these programs are long, right? You were talking about the changes that you made from first year to fifth year and like a mat, like that's a long time to like have all this like stress and pressure on your body. Yeah. Yeah. And some programs are even longer. Like I know who have seven year programs and it's like, I mean, as we know, like academia, like you could keep going on forever if you wanted to, but it's like, I I really don't know how, how this this is sustainable, you know, and institutions to play a role in, in, in all of this, you know, and it's really, it can be really harmful. Definitely. Yeah. No, my program is eight years on like in the, for like on average. So, and there are people who go <laughs> 10 years. Right. So yeah, that's rough. Really, really, really rough. And I, I also think about how, how much easier it, it is for us to get mental health resources at our school versus the physical health, you know, mm-hmm. yoga classes and whatnot. There's a very, there's a pretty big discrepancy now that I think about it, which is unfortunate yeah truly Mm -hmm. um so another question I'm curious about were there any specific events um that caused you to be more intentional about your physical health while in graduate school um so yeah I'll be honest I wouldn't say there was like a a particular event um like I said the pandemic definitely affected me in just a very very negative way um but I think I just over time, again, I think it was like third, fourth year, like I would just get like very lightheaded consistently, very light, like just a lot of those physical symptoms like came like very often. And I was like, this is, this is not, this is not okay. You know? Um, and obviously that's when like my doctor was kind of just giving me like the, the talk, like you need to eat well you need to sleep. Um, and then like you, there was also, that was also the time when she kind of like did the, there's like this test, um, you know, like the test that they run, like they run your blood and they see like what are your vitamin levels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that, at that time, they also just like determined, like I was very vitamin E deficient. And so they said like, this is so that you are so low. Like, I don't even know how you're functioning right now, you know? And so I think it's, it just, you know, this is like being very honest. Like I, I was starting to just notice symptoms like too frequently, like where it was concerning. Um, and again, people don't think or realize this, but all of that, like say not drinking water throughout the day, not or skipping meals, like over time that all, you know, definitely affects you 
So like I, I can, you know, if you're listening, like, like definitely take this into consideration and please listen to me. Like over time, like all of this gets you. And so for me, I started seeing, it was just really scary. You know, like, you're like, Hmm, like this is not okay. I'm not okay. You know? And so, you know, I, and I'm a, a big, like, war, like I worry way too much. And so I searching on WebMD, like, what is this a symptom of, <laughs> you know? And obviously, like, I, I can't do that. Like, you know, you shouldn't do that. Like, just go to the doctor. Um, so like I said, it's, sometimes it's, I shouldn't say it's not super major health concerns, but like, my doctor was like, yeah, it's because of the style of, of living that you're living, you know? And uh, again, I think it's just like, it depends who you are as a person, right? um for everybody it's different for me I wouldn't say like going back to your question Angela I don't think it there was this moment or event I definitely think the pandemic exacerbated some of the issues I was having but I think it's just like I just got to a point where like I was like mm, I gotta go get this checked out because I, I I don't feel like this is okay you know anymore like and it's like it, you literally have to do things like that and say like, I want to put a stop to this right now. You know, it's all, I'm a big believer in like, you know, preventing things before they, they get worse, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. And what do they say? Like an ounce of prevention is something about a better than, than cure. Right. Um, I'll, I'll look up, but essentially, right. Like we can, we should try to head things off as early as possible before they get worse. Um, so yeah, what I think what I, what I took away from what you were saying here is like to be mindful of patterns, right. Be mindful of our symptoms over time because we are the ones who are like closest to our body. So like take note of if you're getting like those frequent headaches or you're not, or you're feeling lightheaded or whatever the case may be, like be mindful of those patterns. Cause it could be symptomatic of something bigger. Um, yeah, no, that's, a note for me as well. Um, so you mentioned that like you like to be outside more, that you started going to therapy. Are there any other things that you've started to do to be more intentional about your physical health and mental health? Yeah, so definitely those things that I mentioned so far. Um, I definitely try to take walks more frequently. Um, I'm obsessed with my Apple Watch and I try to make sure that those circles um, the exercise one is definitely one that I'm, I still struggle with from time, but my move and stand like are always pretty on point. And so I just try to, you know, make sure that I'm getting my steps in. Um, I make sure I walk around a lot. Um, I also, um, try to be intentional about my sleep. And so I, so after a certain time, I'm, I turn off my phone, I turn off the notifications on my phone and. Um, I actually do believe that screen time, um, like at night really affects your sleep and really affects how you feel the next morning. And so I stopped looking at my phone after 9 PM, which honestly is kind of late. And I think I will probably adjust that at some point, but for now I'm going to leave that, but that's the, something that's definitely been super, super helpful. Um, and I, I try to be intentional about just like the time before I go to sleep, just distressing a little bit and not be technology um and I also track how much how many hours I'm sleeping um a night and so sometimes you know if I if I know I have a an earlier morning I try to sleep a little bit earlier but if you know for whatever reason one night like I sleep less like I try to 
that at some point during the week. Um, I definitely, you know, th- those are like the more um, eating well, not skipping meals um, is also really important. And I know sometimes, and again, I speak from experience, like I, I, I at school and so oftentimes it's so it's so hard like our jobs can be so demanding and so sometimes you can work through through just like lunchtime or whatever but you know just like being very intentional scheduling it in if you need to saying no to people is totally okay saying that you're gonna have to leave the building is okay um at least you know 20 minutes whatever you need for lunch nothing is you know will happen in those 20 minutes you have to preserve um yourself you know and you take care of yourself so that that's the most important um and so yeah I would say those are basic kind of things um I definitely spend a lot of time with my family for sure because that's definitely that fills my cup um and I think the ones that you've already already mentioned but I've also just taken on on reading a lot which is a I wasn't doing at the beginning of graduate school I was like I don't have time to be like reading for pleasure I don't have time I made the time for it so it's it's not that you know really changing that language and changing that mindset of like you know you you can make time for it you know because it, it matters it's important and so making the time for it is important and so yeah I you know read books um sometimes on audibles but it works out so I'm able to to keep myself balanced um, and and doing well um, through some of those things. And they're very basic, but I think, you know, that is also a message that I want to tell people. Like, it it doesn't have to be anything super crazy, super, um, you know, fancy. Like, in recent times, people are like, self-care, well, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go do this bubble bath. And uh, some of it costs a lot of money for some people. And so what going to say is that it doesn't have to be crazy expensive or um, take too much time it could be it could be very basic <laughs> no I totally support all of that if you need to go to the library to get your book do what you need to do right I recently um, learned that bibliotherapy is actually a thing right so leisure reading can you know be a benefit to you and and your health um, I, I appreciate all of those tips especially the one about not skipping meals um, I recently started setting alarms right to remind me to eat so again that's something like very simple but something that can make a, a big change in kind of like our everyday life and overall health so Maria you've given us a lot of tips and supports on like how to practically um, support our health as graduate students over the long term. So I want to transition us to the lightning round. And this is essentially where I'll ask you a series of questions and you will just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Does that sound cool? Okay. Sounds good. Makes me nervous. (laughs) It's cool. cool. I I feel like you've essentially already answered these things. So if you could give us three words to describe wellness in graduate school. Sure. So uh, I would say important. Um, This is this is hard. Personal and. um, Oh, struggling on on that one. important personal and needed I don't know that 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 is a good way to describe but 
So all three of those work. Um, okay. Uh, the second question is, what are two invaluable resources that have helped you in your wellness journey? Uh, invaluable resources. I would say my, um, my family and, oh man, this is hard. I want to say by, by, my doctor slash therapist, what we call them providers. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> cool okay I'm sorry (laughs) no no the questions are open to interpretation um and then lastly you've given us a lot of advice and support but the last one um I would like to ask you to offer us one piece of advice um to the 93 percent of people who said that their health had been negatively impacted while in grad school what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who is currently struggling I would say that in this journey, learn to advocate for yourself, I'm sure in many, many, many aspects. And so this potentially is an area that you will need to advocate for yourself uh, for, for and in, um, because this is important. Again, going back to the point that Angela and I mentioned, it's like, you can't keep going like this, you know, if you don't take care of yourself. You might need to advocate for yourself, but, you know, I think you will be better in the long run. Like, this is going to be better for you. I love it. I think that is a great point um, to end on. So, Maida, if you could, please, like, remind people um, where they can find you and where they can find more about, um, find out more about your platform. Sure. So, my main page is on Instagram. That is Becoming a Doctora. Um, I'm also on Twitter. Um, my handle is Aida A. Gaona. Um, and those are my two, my two main platforms. <laughs> Beautiful. So I will make sure to include that in the show notes. And before we go, I do want to remind people that every year, Grad Girl Wellness does a 30 miles and 30 day walking and running challenge. So there will be more information about that coming out. And there will actually be an in-person meetup Um, in New York City if you're interested. So if you're on your like wellness journey, you don't have to do it alone. Um, We are here to support you in that. Um, So Myra, thank you for being here. Thank you for the post that sparked everything. Um, And I look forward to continuing um, to be in contact with you. Thank you so much, Angela. This was great. That's all I have for you on this episode. I hope that you heard something that inspires you along your wellness journey. And if so, share it with a friend. Until next time, take care.